proudly broadcasting from downtown Everett, AM 1380, FM 95.3, KRKO Everett. It's a sunny Monday night in Snohomish County. It's time for Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO Everett's Greatest Hits Sports and More. My name is Tom Lafferty. That over there is Steve Willett. That, that is Steve Willett. How Hi, are Tom. You? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. It's nice. It's, it's beautiful right now. It starts to, uh, starting to feel like spring a little it, bit. Finally, over the weekend it, when we were at the Aqua Sox, it finally it, started to feel like spring. It took a little while, but uh, better late than never. We'll take it. That's right. I didn't feel like I had to have gloves in <laughs> And a heavy I was wearing on. shorts the whole time, so I was feeling good. Well, <laughs> yes, yes, you were. <laughs> I tend to always wear shorts. We got a big show coming up. Today's show brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, Dale Wagner Law Office, GSR Rental in Monroe, Ace Hardware Stores, and Lake Stevens Everett and Stanwood, Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD, and Erickson Furniture. Who do we have on the show tonight? Yeah, we're going to talk a lot of softball tonight. We did a uh, pretty much a, a baseball-only show last week as baseball all of our teams. Tonight, yeah. yeah, I knew you were going there. Um, <laughs> we did a pretty much a baseball-only show last week because of the fact that uh, all of our teams had just qualified from districts and they were heading to state. And that's essentially where the softball teams are now. They're one week uh, behind them schedule-wise. So we had all of our district tournaments over, I was going to say over the weekend, but I think most of them actually wrapped up on Thursday last week. So everybody has qualified for 2A, 3A, and 4A. So we're going to catch up with a couple of the teams tonight who are heading to state. And two really cool stories here, too. Uh, First one we're going to talk to is the Cascade Bruins. And that's an interview we're going to play here in just a moment. The, uh, The Bruins last year... Had a two and eleven record, and I'm getting these stats out of the Everett Herald. So thank you, Cameron Van Til, for this. Over the last seven years, Cascade was 31 wins and 101 losses. Ooh. Yeah, they were really they weren't a, a team you thought about when you thought of Wesco powerhouses in terms of softball, and we have some of those around sure. here. And uh, Mike Perrine, he's in his second year. He's done a fantastic job. It was one thing for them to be high up atop the standings this year, and I've noticed them for a while now, but it's another thing for them to go out and they won the district championship last Thursday. And and they did it in uh, in somewhat dramatic fashion. I mean, the, the, the semifinal game, they played Arlington. They were down by 10 in the sixth inning, came back and won it on a walk-off grand slam home run, and then they turned around the next night and beat, uh, or two nights later, beat Snohomish, who had a 16-game winning streak, and they knocked them off 14-7 to to win the district championship. So we're going to talk to Mike Perine as, well as, as well as four of his players. He's got uh, Abby, Ashlyn, Alexa, and Jaden, three juniors and a sophomore, by the way. So I caught up with them earlier this evening, so we'll talk to them. That's coming up in just a moment. We're then going to talk to uh, Mike Moran, uh, the head coach for the Marysville Getchell softball team. How about this? They are qualifying for state for the first time ever. The Chargers. They ever were, like ever? Yeah, they've been around for about a decade now, right? So yeah, they, uh, they're they finally making it to their first state yep. uh, tournament, so that's really a really cool story. So we'll catch up with him and find out what exactly it is that are making the Chargers go this year and get him to maybe uh, give us some key players and whatnot and uh, hear how their, uh, their journey has been. And then later on in the show, we're actually going to catch up and, and talk a little basketball as we have a three-on-three tournament happening right here in downtown Everett's July, you have nine the day, and ten. nine and ten, right here. They're going to block off the streets, and uh, hopefully, it's going to somewhat look like what uh, I was going to say rival, but maybe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Uh, but that big tournament that happens in Spokane yep. every year, where they yep. close off streets and thousands of people come in and play. So these guys are setting up one of those tournaments. We're going to talk to uh, one of the uh, the directors of that tournament and find out how people can get involved. And hey, if you got nothing going on on July nine and ten, and you play a little basketball. Could be a really fun event around here, so we'll uh, we'll get some more information on that. Rick uh, Steltonpool will join us to talk about that. Today's show brought to you by the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, Hat Trick Northwest, Law Office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Hometown Handyman. The Softball State Championship Tournament begins this week, and we are talking to the 3A District 1 champions. And if we're being honest, I think if you had asked this question six months ago, I don't think we would have expected to be over at Cascade High School. And yet here we are with the Cascade Bruins district champs. Let's go ahead and meet them right now. The head coach and four of their players. I'm going to start off with the head coach right here. Mike Perrine. 
And let's go ahead and meet the players. Give me your name, what year you are in school, and what position or positions you play. Um, I'm Ashley Block. I'm, I graduate in 2023, and I play shortstop. Hi, I'm Jaden Wilson. I'm a sophomore in high school, and I play third. Um, I'm Abby Serwick, and I am a junior, and I play pitcher and utility. I'm Alexa Hamshaw. I'm a junior, and I play pitcher and first. Jeez, Coach, I just uh, just realized that all four of these girls here are underclassmen, too. You got a young team. You were 2-11 and 11 last year. You're not supposed to win the district championship the very next year. What's going on with this Bruins program right now? Uh, it's the fight. It's the fact that we are um, not expected to win, and these girls have really bought into stepping up to the plate with a chip on their shoulder and proving people wrong. Um, these underclassmen here have stepped up big. You wouldn't even know it this year. They all have played like seniors, but... That chip on the shoulder has been a big reason for our success. And they seem to be having a lot of fun. They seem to be loose. I pulled up here. There was music playing. These four here, they act like they're nervous right now, but they were having a nice Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp conversation earlier. <laughs> Ashley, is this what we do to get ready for a state tournament, just keeping everybody loose and having fun? Oh, yeah. The music really helps our energy stay up during games and practices. <laughs> <laughs> and, Jaden, you kind of keep loose by just having another conversation. I thought you would be talking about, you know, getting ready to go play Yelm or getting ready to, you know, drive down to Lacey on Friday for the state tournament. John Johnny Depp versus uh, Amber Heard. Sometimes it's just better to get ready for games without talking about soccer. <laughs> you got to get in the right mood and just relax a little bit. So talking about funny things that are happening in the world is always better. It works. Absolutely. Yeah, it works. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on lately. And I guess first things first, you get to the district tournament. And, and Abby, I mean, again, this is a, a team that didn't have a lot of expectations, at least from other people. You're a junior. Did you kind of know that this team might be able to, to do something like this this year? Um, I knew we were going to be better than last year because of how we showed up uh, the first day. Like, we all kind of were friends. I don't know. We kind of buddies. But, but it takes more than being buddies sometimes, too, right? I mean, Alexa, you got to go out there and play the games, too. So was there a point in time where maybe – and maybe everybody has a different answer to this question. Was there a point in time where you started to think, we might be on to something this year. We may not be the same Bruins team we've been in the years past. Yeah, 100%. So when we came out there with a whole bunch of like energy and fight last year, some games that we were losing, we would just get down and not bring it back up. But as soon as we were losing, we'd get that momentum back up and be able to come back and win. And, Coach, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers, and the Herald reported them earlier this week. We already mentioned you were 2-11 and 11 last year. I know you've only been at the helm since 2020, but this team in the last seven years, 31 wins, 101 losses, no winning seasons in there. Is there anything to, as a, from a coaching standpoint, having to walk in and change a culture and having to have them think about it in terms of differently mentally, is there anything you and your coaching staff have had to do over the last few months to get them to this point? Well, you touched on it. I mean, having fun has been a big reason for these girls, you know. Um, these girls, three of them have lost their freshman year. Um, I think any coach around would let you know that that freshman year is a huge learning experience for them. So they came in their first year as sophomores, you know, and we struggled then. And you can just see it this year. It's night and day. They, they, they came in like they owned the place and really stepped up to buy into a system, you know, mm -hmm. that is built around fun and leadership and having these guys create the environment they want to play in. Okay. So. And before we talk about the district championship game against Snohomish, we got to go back to last Tuesday. Probably a big, big moment in all of your lives, right? Ashley already knows we're getting ready to talk to her here. She's having a good time. I can tell she's talking to Jaden. <laughs> Ashley, you're down 12-2 to two in the district semifinals. It's the sixth inning. You come back, you score 12 runs in the last two innings, and you have a walk-off Grand Slam home run in a district game against Arlington. Most people dream about moments like that. What was it like for you? Um, it was great. You know, in the um, beginning of the game, I was really, like, down on myself because I wasn't hitting as I wanted to. But then it was really too great to have that moment. So, yeah. So, so take us through the at-bat. You're stepping to the plate. How, how many outs, first of all? I think it was zero, yeah. So no outs. You've got three runners on base. You're down by two. You step to the plate. I mean, in the back of your mind, you got to be thinking about it. You know that if you hit a home run, it's a walk-off, right? So, so what was it like going up to the plate, and what were you looking for? I'm going to be honest. I was really scared. Um, <laughs> but um, I was just thinking first pitch, and if it's there, I'm just going to swing at it. And it was. So. And, it, and it went over. Did you know right away? No. I thought really? It was, I thought it was going to be a pop-up to center, but it went over. So that was great. Okay. Any of the other three of you on base at the time? Uh, no? Okay. So, Jaden started the inning. You started the inning. So, oh, so, so were you on were you on base at the time? 
No. So you were, okay, so you had a runner come up. You're in the dugout. What, what were you thinking at that moment? Did you know right away it was gone? I knew she was going to hit it. You knew she was going to hit it before the pitch you knew. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, she had it going up. Okay, now yeah. when you're down 12 to 2 in the sixth inning, aren't you starting to think, well, we better get ready for the consolation bracket? We better get ready for, for next moment here? Alexa, I mean, what's going through your mind at that moment? At that time, I was just kind of, I wasn't getting down on myself, but I was almost like, oh, we need to, like, start getting some runs and working hard, and then it clicked, and then it was so fun after that to be able to come back from that. Yeah, Abby, what was the celebration like? I've got to think that, I mean, as soon as she got across home plate, we should mention Abby's having an allergy attack right now, too, so we're going to get her through this, so we'll maybe let her compose herself here for a moment. The question, the question was, what was it like when everybody starts celebrating? Once Ashley touched home plate and you knew that not only were you on your way to the district championship game, but at that point you'd clinched a spot in state. It felt really amazing to have all of my friends there and we were jumping on each other and just having fun and cheering and knowing that we were going to make it. Yeah, big moment, and at that point, I mean, the, the championship game itself was almost a bonus, right, Mike? But you still won a trophy, right? Oh, yeah, we were, we were there for the hardware for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit about Snohomish. 16-game winning streak for the Panthers going into the game. Any doubt? I mean, at that point, you've got to know your team's playing well, right? At that point, you know, I told these girls, if we could put seven innings like those last two innings against Arlington, we're, we're the best team in the state. And that's where we struggled most of the season. We scored late in a lot of games. Uh, we always found ways to win. But I told them if, if they played like they could, they could go out and beat Snohomish. You know? And from that very first pitch, they, they came out. Yep. And, and did, you said, right? So <laughs> ten, 10 runs in the first two innings, is that what I saw? I think it was something like that, yeah. Yep. Yep. Five in the first, yeah. Um, something right around there. So was it kind of easy coasting the rest of the game? Obviously, they're, they're the Panthers still, right? So, Alexa, you know that they might have a little run in them. So were you, how were you feeling? Um, it definitely wasn't easy because you know that they can get hits. And then we need to always be ready because the game could turn around like that, especially with Snohomish. They can hit the ball. And if we were to have that thinking that we were, had the back secured, then it was going to definitely go downhill from there. But. Kind of a, a little bit of a trick question here, but um, maybe Abby will give you this one to you. The difference between when you played teams earlier in the season, when they'd see, okay, here comes the Cascade Bruins, versus teams seeing you come at, at districts, did you sense that maybe teams kind of took notice of the fact that this Bruin team's pretty good? Maybe did they treat you with a little more respect later in the season than maybe, maybe early in the season? Um, yes, but also kind of no. I felt like, yes, they were treating us kind of with more respect, but not fully. Like the last Snohomish game, they kind of came into it like we're going to win, and we ended up, you know, coming out stronger than we ever have, so. I like these answers, Mike. you got to feel good about the mentality of the girls. I love it. Yeah, they're fighters. They, they're, they're the will, like I said, the will in these guys. They, they want to win that chip on the shoulder. So first trip to state since 2009. You go down to Lacey this Friday. I'm guessing that you, you have a friendship with some of the other coaches in the area. Do you talk to other people in terms of getting preparation for, hey, what should we be looking for when we get to state? Maybe in terms of what we should be doing the day of or maybe two days before, or just in terms of things in general, because it is a d different routine, right? Yes, it is, yeah. Um, all the coaches in the area have been great. I mean, I've had coaches reach out to me all season. Everyone's, it seems to be everyone's rooting for us. I mean, Kyle Peacock at Jackson texts me just about every other game congratulating me. Um, he was one of the, our biggest supporters last year when we played him pretty tough two games. You know, he let me know. He's like, hey, you're, you're going to have a squad. You guys are going to be just fine. Um, so he reached out to me, said, hey, we played Yelm. Give me a call. Let's just have a conversation. Uh, and it's pretty cool to see Wesco back in Wesco. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the support around us has been great. Well, I was going to ask you about that. You're playing Yelm in the first round. This is Friday at 2 o'clock. So give us a little intel. What did, what did he tell you to expect? What kind of a game are we expecting? Yelm comes in and is the number eight seed overall. You're the number nine. So, in theory, very good matchup there. So what are we expecting? Um, you're expecting bats to be on fire again, hopefully. Yep. Um, we've kind of – our process has been everybody is just, you know, taking one game at a time. Uh, we're going into this looking to hit the ball and just make the plays. You know, even against Nahomish, our defense, there were some things we could have cleaned up, and I covered that this, you know, before this practice with these girls. That if we play a flawless game, we're scary. Um, as far as the preparation goes, you know, we have never been, I have never been, but I'm just going to stick to what's worked. We're going to keep it fun, keep it loose, show up ready to play, and uh, let the cards fall where they fall. So, Jaden, do we, do we know what the itinerary is? Do we know when we're going down? It's a 2 o'clock game on a Friday, although there are 11 o'clock games that morning. There's even 9 o'clock games for playing games. What's the plan for Cascade right now? So the plan right now is to leave it. Oh, my God. 
at nine o'clock on Friday, but that's not gonna work. So we're gonna try and get it <laughs> Thursday because we wanna get there the day before. It's just better setup. So know? are we, we putting out a plea right now to the school to get you down there a day earlier? Is that what you're yes. saying? Yeah. This and we will also be seeing office people in the morning. <laughs> are you on board with this? The plan right now is to go, the tentative plan is Friday morning. Jaden's saying, and the girls were all like shaking their heads like, yeah, yeah. They wanna go down Thursday. What do we need to do here? Uh, yeah, we need to twist some arms here to see if we can't get down there a day early. <laughs> Uh, I, I like how the four of them who were so nervous for the interview have just been joking and talking to one another the entire time. I think they're a pretty loose bunch. They are a loose bunch, yeah. Sometimes almost where it's too much where I got to reel them back in, you know. I like to be a fun coach. Um, they know they've only seen my mad side maybe a handful of times. Twice, Jaden says twice. Yeah, it's probably only been about that, you know. Uh, when it's time to work, we got to work. Um, but I like keeping it free, keeping it fun. Well, let me have them talk about each other here for a moment. Ashley, I'm going to start with you. Tell me about Jaden. She's a sophomore. She plays third base. What kind of a player? What kind of a teammate? Obviously, she's not afraid to talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I love Jaden so much. She's so kind, and her energy on the field is just amazing. When I'm down, she always picks me back up. And um, I love, she's such a bun queen. Wears bun like every time, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. A phrase we haven't heard on Prep Sports Weekly this season. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, Jaden, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you do, tell me a little bit about Abby here. So give me something about her. Other than, I know she has allergies, so we've seen that. We, but we what, kind of, what kind of a player? A pitcher, right? Yeah, she's an amazing pitcher, and she has the best attitude. Always reminds us of to have fun when I'm down on myself. She just picks us right back up, and she's always dancing. Dancing, okay. Dancing, yeah. Dancing gets us all pumped up, and we joke about the stupidest crap together. So, it's so, so is it fair to say, is Abby the best dancer on the team? Mmm. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, okay. There's a competition with that one. We can't quite go there. She's definitely the top, one of the top dancers. She, though, for sure. top, top three, top five-ish? I'd say top three. We can okay. go top three, yeah. Give me some other names. Who else are we talking about? Ooh, uh, not Ashley. No, I'm just kidding. 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 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no comment, huh? Get, get, we, had we did have a dance battle with Snohomish. You had a dance battle with Snohomish? During the district championship game? Like before it started, yeah. Okay. We had like two of our girls and like two of their girls. It was awesome. We lost, but we still won the no, game. No, we didn't. TBD right there. Before I, okay, before I move on, tell me something about Abby's pitching ability. What kind of a pitcher is she? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I catch for her sometimes, and it's amazing. She had a lot of movement on her ball. It can be scary sometimes, um, <laughs> just because I'm not expecting some movement, and it's like, whoa! But yeah, that's all I can say. I don't can per Perfect uh, scouting report right there. <laughs> now, the other pitcher is Alexa. The other pitcher is Alexa. Tell me a little bit about Abby. I'm going to have you tell me about Alexa here. Um, she always has my back um, when I'm having an off day. She's always there to come in, she's always picking me up. And um, her attitude, always 100% there. Um, we always kind of look at each other and always pick each other up when we're having a bad game. And, yeah. Are you similar pitchers? Yeah. Okay, so not much <laughs> So if, if I'm hitting against one of you and then the other, would I, would I know the difference? I mean... Um, yes and no. We have different pitches. Like, we both like different pitches and... You know, we have different movement, obviously. Yeah. Okay. We don't want to reveal too much in case Yelm's listening. So, okay, Alexa, I'm going to have you circle it back around. Tell me something about Ashley. Um, Ashley is a great shortstop. She always goes all out when she's playing. She dives for balls. She drops. She's everything. She goes all out for every ball. And I feel like she under underestimates herself a little bit, but she can go out there and do anything she puts her mind to. She's great at everything she does. Okay, I want to talk about some of the other players on this team. Since you two are the pitchers, maybe Alex, I'll have you field this one first. Any of the catchers on the team? Do we have more than one catcher? Who's, who's behind the plate? Um, yes, we have Caitlin Pryor. She's a senior, and she's our... Number one catcher, I would say. Okay, give me something about Caitlin. Give me a. She's strength. always just loud and uh, like so fun. She always just makes everyone in the field just know what they're. It help, helps us out a lot because she's so loud as a catcher. She takes priority over everyone. So honestly, she's like the best one to put behind the plate there. Okay, Ashley, you're a shortstop. So tell me about second base. Who's who's over there? Um, Allison. What's her last Garrett? name? Gehrig, yeah. The freshman, right? Yeah. Freshman, yeah. Okay. Um, she's usually over there, and she's really great. She's She plays soccer, and so every time she dives, it's like a soccer dive, but, I mean, she gets the ball, so. Okay, so the goalie's over there, and which not a bad one to have then. Yeah. Goalie scooping up balls at second. Mm -hmm. Are we missing anybody in the infield? Um, in the infield, Sophia Tripp has filled in for us on a corner, um, in a corner position here and there. She does great. Um, but uh, she's actually found herself in our uh, DP flex spot mm -hmm. more times than not to just because her bat is great contact hitter. Um, but other than that, no, that's pretty much the whole infield. 
Jalen, let me have the girls give us some outfielders. Who wants to take this one here? Jaden, you want to tell me a little bit about the outfield? Give me, give me one or two names in the outfield. I mean, I can give you like all of them. Well, that, if you can, that'd be great. We have Sarah, Taylor, and Tessa mainly out there. So it's the same three generally on any given night? Generally. Okay. Yeah, sometimes we switch in and out. But yeah, those are typically our three, and they're great out there. So Sarah, Tessa, and Taylor. Yes. Okay, so Abby, tell me something about Sarah. Sarah, what's Sarah's last name, first of all? Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> um, she has an arm, first of all, and she gets to a lot. Um, when it goes up, you know, she's always there, speed, and then she checks it, and it, it goes. So, yeah. Okay, tell me about who's – now, Tessa's last name is what? Han. Tell me about Tessa Han. She's a freshman, and she comes out there with just the best attitude. Obviously, being a freshman is a little scary, and she just goes for everything. She's great at tracking the ball, and she, again, has an arm, and she's – Always loud and talkative. So. Okay, and now I guess we can't leave Taylor out, right? So, Ashley? Um, Taylor Brown is an amazing outfitter. She got the last catch of the Snohomish game, and that was amazing. She got the ball, and, yeah, she just – she always she always catches the ball out there. She's amazing. Her Coach, energy is great. Coach, are we leaving anybody out right now? Um, we got our one last senior, um, Isabel Yards. Um, she's been a great asset for us as well. Fast, faster than heck. Um, has been running some bases for us. Um, there's actually a pretty funny story, Abby. Uh, why is Taylor playing softball for us this year? Because uh, we made a deal at the beginning of the year that if I played soccer, then she would have to play softball. So Interesting. Yeah. Okay, you don't hear that deal very often. So did, did you think, did one of you think the other one wouldn't want to take them up on it or vice versa? Or was it, was it an easy decision for both of you? Uh, it was actually a very difficult decision. Um, and I totally thought Taylor wasn't going to show up for softball, but she ended up doing it. So very happy about that. So were you a first year soccer player? Uh, yeah. How did that go? Um, pretty good. We had a, <laughs> not as good of a record, but you know it was fun. So, okay. Yeah. Hey, coach, tell me about some of your uh, your assistants too. I noticed there were two of them out here earlier yep. with you. So uh, Aaron Lee and Allison Nor. Um, great. You know they uh, help me out. It's it's always great to have a female presence on a softball team. Um, they do a great job. Um, Allison is uh, for, she played for Kyle Peacock at Everett, mm -hmm. um, so she brings a fun aspect. Aaron played at. Um, George Fox in college, and she's kind of the drill sergeant of the team, you know, it's which is good for me. I like to balance. I like to be able to be fun, and she can kind of reel us back in when we're getting a little too crazy. So they do a great job with these girls as well. Um, a lot of credit goes out to those two. Okay, final two questions here, and I'll leave it open in case anybody wants to answer. First of all, what's it been like at school today? Have people been coming up to you and making comments? I mean, it's not every day that you win a district championship. Has anybody had any experiences today? Abby, you're shaking your head yes, so. Um, I just have people walking up to me saying congrats. Um, the teachers showing videos, like, oh, yeah. for the article and stuff like that. So, yeah, we got the whole school congratulating us. And is there a send-off at any point this week? Is anybody... I'm seeing a bunch of heads shake, yes, Jaden? Hopefully on Thursday when we leave. Right, not okay, on Friday, fair enough. Not on Friday, hopefully on Thursday, yeah. So hopefully the send-off on Thursday or Friday, whichever day they end up down there. Again, they're going to be at Lacey this weekend, 2 p.m. on Friday, Cascade versus Yelm. The Bruins are district champs. Has a nice ring to it, right? Yeah! And they are heading to state. Coach, ladies, thank you for your time. Thank that you. was easy, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Fortunately, softball's much easier than this, so they all, they'll have a good time down at Lacey this week. Best wishes to all of you. Thank you. There you go, the Cascade Bruins. Yeah, real, real shy, right? Yeah. They, they all told me they were they were a little bit nervous, and once once they got going, they were just fine. I I could tell by watching the four of them interact before we started the interview, uh, they didn't seem very nervous then. And uh, once they got going, they were uh, they were in good spirits, and they had a lot of fun. And they should be having fun, right? They're going to sure. the state tournament, so you it's bet. a pretty big deal. Um, and they want to leave on Thursday. They want to leave on Thursday. Yeah, Mr. Washington, if you're listening right now, I think they're planning on coming into your <laughs> office tomorrow to talk to you about that. So, just saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as of right now, the the plan is to have them go Friday morning. Um, maybe uh, attend a class or two. And they're going to where? Uh, they're going to Lacey. Lacey? Three, oh, three okay. goes to Lacey pretty much every year. Which yeah, great complex down there. Beautiful. By the way, you've yeah. been down there, right? I have. I have. Yeah. I've actually broadcasted some games down there and yeah, real fun time down there. 16, actually I take that back, 20 teams now. So the uh, kind of like the same format that we talked about for baseball last week, the 1 through 12 teams get to uh, they automatically get to go into the first round. The right. 13 through 20 teams have to play a what they call a state play-in game. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, Cascades ranked number 9, so they they avoided that. So they're going to play Yelm uh right away. That's a 2 o'clock start. If they win that game, they'll play the winner of Walla Walla and uh, an opponent to be determined because Walla Walla is going to take on a play-in team. Walla Walla is currently ranked number one in the state. So okay. 
Again, not necessarily the easiest of roads for Cascade, but first and foremost, they've got to get by Yelm. Double elimination tournament. Uh, right. you, you can't win the championship once you lose, but nonetheless, uh, it should be a fun time for them down there. Again, they haven't experienced it before. I think it's the first time Cascade's been there since 2009. Only like the second or third time ever. So it's a big deal. So the sure. Bruins, again, they – um. For you know, as much as we've seen other teams, and I won't start naming them because I'll forget somebody, but there's usually eight or nine teams around here that are kind of the softball powerhouses, and Cascade has never really been in that conversation. So, great job for the Bruins. A lot of fun to talk to them, and uh, certainly wishing them all the best of luck. Not only in their meeting, perhaps their meeting tomorrow with uh, the administration, but also <laughs> down at Lacey on Friday. You bet. What's up? What's up next? We're going to talk to another team that uh, doesn't normally go to state tournaments in softball. In fact, this is a school that's only been to a state state tournament, I think, in three different sports now, ever. It's the Marysville Getchell Chargers softball team making it to state for the first time in their school's history, and their coach, Mike Moran, is going to join us next. We'll do that next. It's Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School Athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Class by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as... House keys. Lawn and garden. Plumbing. Electrical. Hardware. Grills. Outdoor living supplies. And even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanwood. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. As a business owner, you know a different side of restaurants than most people. You know the long nights, the stressful days, the grease fires in the kitchen, and still you keep the orders coming and the service friendly. But sometimes you need a little help. The food service equipment professionals at Hattrick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving them the proper guidance and sincere answers they need when it comes to food service equipment. We know food service because we've done food service. Hattrick Northwest. When you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? Time to surrender and take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. The Buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouth-watering hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while the Buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a Buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you. And pretty soon, you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Local TO. Call 425-375-0860 today. Because coverage counts. Locally owned, veteran owned. The hometown handyman is proud to support local sports. Student athletes are an inspiration to us all, playing for their community and their teammates, showing good sportsmanship and working hard in the classroom and in practice. The hometown handyman believes in hard work and integrity, supporting community, seniors, veterans, and first responders. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support local. Hometownhandymanpnw.com.
And Press Force Weekly continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Let's talk a little more softball. Yeah, we're, we've kind of got a theme going here too tonight. I noticed we're uh, talking to another coach named Mike, another softball coach, another team that's not accustomed to going to state tournaments, and yet Marysville Getchell going for the first time ever this week. Mike Moran, the head coach there, joining us. Mike, first of all, congratulations. What a cool experience this has got to be for you and the girls. Very cool. Very well, cool. Well, and not only that, but you, you correct me if I'm wrong here, I think you're the one and only coach they've ever had at that school, correct? Correct. Yes, I had the opportunity to come up here. Um, we had some good, very, very good run there at Jackson for a while. And um, I decided to just have the opportunity to be closer to home. And we took it. We started a new program. And, it, you know, it's always building. So how Always many, building. How many years now? Uh, wow. i got to say this is 11 or 12 because – the very first year of Getchell, there was no, there was no, um, it was just, edu- you know, just school only. They didn't have sports until the second year they opened. Okay. And yeah, my last year at, at Jackson was 11. So I guess that's 10 seasons, 12 to 22, give or take. Well, and we should point out too, you're, you're only the third team, at th- third sport ever from Marysville Getchell to make it to the state tournament. Girls soccer has been twice, boys basketball recently. Uh, it's got to be a pretty cool moment, too. I mean, knowing what the history is of the school and knowing how this is a community that's been looking forward to having a chance to participate at state, I've got to think it makes it that much more special, doesn't it? it very much so. And it's 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 good for Marysville. You know, mm-hmm. they've taken their lumps through levees and stuff like that, and it's good to see kids get a chance to play at the state level. And I got to, I got to give a shout out to um, MG's girls golf team is at state. Oh, also, please they, do. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Good for them. So, so two teams at one time, that's a first then. So that's very cool. Well, tell us a little bit about this team because I'm looking through your, your schedule here this year. You started off the year one and five at one point back on April 19th, you were three and eight. And then you went on a seven-game winning streak. So I guess the question that begs to be asked, what changed at that point? Um, you know, I think we just kind of came together. You know, we have a very, very good freshman group, um, both JV and varsity. And um, they just kind of – they helped our program. And our we have a good sophomore group. Well – Okay, they're competing every day, and I think we finally got it together that we're all going to compete for the same thing. And push came to shove, and everybody, not that they weren't working hard, you know, because they knew what we had to do, and it just, you know, they just kind of came together, and We've been on a little bit of a run here. We still got, you know, our lumps given to us once or twice in there. But, you know, it didn't really, you know, affect what their their goal was. Well, and even during the, the losing part of the season, and when you are 3-8 and eight or you are 1-5, and five, I mean, we're, as a coach, I mean, obviously you know your personnel, you know what kind of players you have. Were, were you still able to kind of analyze the situation and go, you know, if we could just start doing this a little bit better or doing that, this team has a chance to do something that, that none of the other Charger teams have been able to do. Well, um, yeah, we had, we, like you said, we took our lumps early. We played some very, very good competition. And uh, some state-level 4A teams, state-level 3A teams, let alone our own league, you know, which is, you know, you're going you're gonna to have a – not too big of an argument to say this is one of the toughest leagues in the in the state. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. And um, so, um, you know, it was just you know we did as a group. We sat down, made some changes, um, and and it kind of helped, you know. And kids bought in. You know, we started pushing the right buttons, and um, you know, and you're right. The bulk of our heavy schedule was the beginning. Yeah, and then, 
we came back, played, you know, to where we could compete with some teams, get some confidence. Then we played, you know, and beat a pretty good MP team in the Berry Bash. And then, you know, we were able to get by Everett in a night game. And, you know, those were two pretty big, intense games that they really figured, hold it, you know, we, we can play a little bit too here. So that was that was good for them. Yeah, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, but I, if I remember correctly, I think Everett might have been undefeated at the time when you beat them. You or, know, I or close to it. About <laughs> that, yep. Some players were talking about. Oh, I said no, no, no. They've lost. But then I went back and looked, and holy, yeah, yeah, they were at the time, and they were rolling. Everett was is a pretty good team, you know. So it was good for them to have that competition, and and you get to play at Everett at night, and that's a tough environment. Well, and I was going to ask you, too, because so fast forward to four weeks later, all of a sudden you're in the consolation bracket, and so is Everett, and you're playing a game in which you have a chance to go to state, and the team that loses is going home. You end up beating them 8-1. to I've got to think that that game back on April 22nd certainly gave your girls a lot of confidence, too, right? Sure. You bet. And, you know, and we were – even though we came out and played really well against them, we were still a different team down the stretch that last couple weeks. You know, our pitcher, Morgan Epperson, was wow. Yeah, saw some of the numbers. Well, tell us a little bit about her. What makes her so special? You know, she started the season, and we had she had a little bit of um, – she won't tell you that, but she had a little nagging injury, and um, – Truth be told, she took her lumps and, um, you know, didn't do – and then she started getting healthy, and then we had some rain-out games, then we had some spring break, and we played MP in there where she had a big break before that, and she was – well, she was unhittable against Marysville Pilchuck. And the rest of the year, um, we lucked out and played a lot of on turf games and and she loves turf i think we were six and oh on turf and five and oh in night games interesting okay <laughs> you know, well I, I got bad news for you. you're playing at 9 a.m on friday so is that going to be a problem yeah <laughs> no they're, they're excited to go and and you know you of course now with the 3a classification so large in our state They've expanded that to a 20-team tournament instead of a 16. So there's eight teams that have to play at 9 a.m. in a loser-out game. And then you advance from there. And I want to ask you about your game on 9 a.m. in just a moment, but give us some other names, too. I don't want to just mention Morgan. Uh, Who are some of the other players that have been key to the success of the Chargers? Well, her battery mate, um, Hayden Kranz, is really really tough back there um you know they when they are on the same page it's they're they're very very tough to beat um our third baseman who had to fill in at shortstop for quite a while while our shortstop was hurt um keegan carroll has been i looked it up i I think she's been out four times in the month of may oh geez and (laughs) You know, um, yeah, she is just, I told her the other day, the ball, it, it's got to look like a basketball coming at her. Cause she's, she, and it's solid. Her outs are solid. You know, so she's on fire. Our center fielder is uh, a freshman, Lily Balgos. And um, the kid can run like the wind and she'll catch everything or die trying. Um you know, it's been a good team effort. Everybody's going to say that. Right? Sure, sure. So it's got to be everybody's, you know, but they really have. And they've done their part. Um, huge, huge kudos to our uh, reserves, our non-starters. I, I guess they're reserves because they do get starts. But they are ready to go at any, any time. And that is so valuable, you know, and they may not get the same amount of at-bats or the same amount of innings, but they are 
vital to what we do. Very vital. Tell us, tell us about so, your your coaching staff, your assistant coaches. Um, wow. You know, um, let's see. Savannah Neri is an ex-player at Marysville Getchell. She's our JV coach. Um, Jason Kranz is he's a program assistant, but he's with the varsity most of the time. A lot of times we'll practice together, JV varsity. Uh, Megan Craig who is a teacher here in Marysville. Um, I was lucky enough to coach her in middle school and high school when we were in Everett at, at Heatherwood and at Jackson. And now she's up here volunteering her time. And uh, Jamie Bomback, um, who's been with me since our first year, you know, so they are, you know, my name's at the top of the letterhead, but it's not about that. It is all about them. They do awesome work. Definitely. Well, tell us a little bit about Friday. So you've got a 9 a.m. against Eastside Catholic. First of all, when do you head down? Do you? I, I would assume the girls are all going to school on Thursday and then sometime that evening going down? Correct. Yeah, we'll, we'll – unfortunately, with the transportation issues in most school districts, um, I don't know exactly when we're leaving on – um, Thursday afternoon, but we will go down and have a, I guess you'd call it a pre-tournament dinner together. And then, um, yep, we play at 9 a.m. Um, um, our girls are confident. And going back to that Everett game, it was, I was talking with Savannah before the game, and I'm like, do you hear that? And she's, what are you talking about? And it was like, they had an eerie confidence about them that you could just see it and i hope that you know if i could if i could put it in a bottle i would but and i gotta believe they're going to come out with that same confidence friday morning and do you know much about Eastside catholic or is that going to be a, a mystery when you get down there at 9 a.m um it's pretty much a mystery we do have some info um uh, the wonderful world of internet we're able to watch um, a couple of YouTube games that they've had, um, stuff like that. And, but that's very difficult to tell um, on some things. But um, I got to believe, even though the top teams, Walla Walla and Peninsula, and you're going to be hard-pressed to find better athletes than we have. We have a good athletic team. Well, and, you know, just go down and compete. That's all you can do, and we should mention that's 16 versus 17 in terms of the seeding. So on paper, it certainly looks like a toss-up game and should be a great one, and, and we couldn't be happier for you and your team. Again, I know you've been there since day one, but even the girls coming through the program, knowing when they're coming in every year that they're part of a program that's never been there, and for them to get a chance to go down to Lacey this week and with you and your coaching staff, uh, couldn't be happier for you, so congratulations. Well, thank you very much. It's, uh, it's an honor. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how you, you both you, your team does. And, again, if they win that game, they do get to play Walla Walla shortly after that. So, uh, Mike, we're wishing you all the best and uh, travel safely down there. Okay, thank you very much. Have a good night. There you go. That is Mike Moran, head coach of the Marysville Getchell Chargers girls softball Yeah, team. cool story. Three and eight, yeah. and all kind of like the Mount Lake Terrace story we had a couple weeks ago. Three and eight, and they go on a seven-game winning streak. And, really, they lost the – it's a double elimination at districts. They lost to Cascade, the team we just had on who ended up winning the district championship, lost by one run, and then they go through and they win two games in the uh, consolation to, to qualify for state. So, yeah, he's right. They, uh, they've they been playing just as good as anybody right now, and once you get down there, it's a 0-0 ball game, so we'll see what happens. And now we're going to talk summer basketball? We are, yeah. The Everett 3-on-3 three -three tournament is coming up in July, and we're going to talk to uh, Rick Steltonpool, who is helping to put that event on. And that's all coming up next. Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. It's Maury Eskenazi back once again with Stu Malloy. He is the owner of GSR Rentals in Monroe. Stu, I know a lot of people because of the pandemic had to cancel their wedding parties, their graduation parties, their bar mitzvah parties. Now it's back and GSR Rentals can help. Absolutely, Maury. You know, we've got tables, chairs, china, shaping dishes, patio heaters, tents, barbecues, you name it. For every party need, before you send out the invitations, you should go check out GSR Rentals in Monroe. For more, go to GSR Rentals.com. 
Ericsonfurniture.com. This weekend is the perfect time to redecorate your home. During Ericsson Furniture's holiday savings event, get our lowest prices on living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and mattresses. All holiday sale priced for instant savings. Pay by cash, check, bank card, even with no interest financing for one full year. The quality furniture and mattress set you've always wanted is on sale now. During Ericsson Furniture's holiday savings event at 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. Supporting the community, it's important now more than ever. That's why the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood proudly supports local high school sports. Since 2005, the team at the law offices of Dale Wagner have been helping their local community with their disability and workman's compensation claims. So if you've been injured on the job in Island, Skagit, or Snohomish County and need help getting the benefits you deserve, look no further than the disability and workman's compensation attorney team at the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood. To find out more, go to DaleWagnerLaw.com com and go Spartans. Get ready for liftoff. Everett 3 on 3 presented by Boeing. Rocking the streets of downtown Everett this July. All ages and abilities can play and have fun. Go to Everett3on3.net and register your team and use promo code HOOPS20 in all caps to save 20 bucks at checkout. July 9th and 10th in the heart of downtown, it's Everett 3 on 3 presented by Boeing. Get to Everett3on3.net. Everett3on3.net. Early bird pricing ends June 19th. So go to Everett3on3.net to sign up today. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. Hello, I'm Brian Reed with Allstate Insurance. Over the years, I've been honored to support this community by sponsoring local high school sports while providing you the coverage you need. But over the last two years, I had the pleasure of seeing the community support me. These past two years haven't been easy for anyone, but you helped me keep my doors open. So thank you to my loyal clients. You are my community. I'm Brian Reed. Stop by my Everett office or call 425-337-4646. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Prep Sports Weekly continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Well, we've talked softball for a couple of segments. We're going to switch up, switch gears, right? Yeah, we've got uh, Rick's uh, Stelton pool on the line right now. We've got a big three-on-three tournament coming to downtown Everett. This isn't happening at some school or in you know the back of a playground or anywhere. This is happening on the streets here. And Rick's going to fill us in on some details. First of all, Rick, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. And this is got this is kind of unique. I see this in other places. I know Spokane is a big one every year. I think Seattle's had a few here and there. But uh, to get something like this in downtown Everett, this is pretty exciting. So uh, I'm on your website right now, which is, and we'll mention this time and time again here, Everett Three on Three, and that's the numbers three and three, Everett Three on Three dot net. So tell us a little bit about what's happening in, in July. Yeah, you know, I was part of the group that got Spokane Hoop Fest going. And then uh, left there about eight years ago to start my own company with uh, Aaron Magner, who worked with me at HoopFest. And we wanted to start a three-on-three over on the west side for a number of years and got connected with the mayor's office and downtown businesses and just have been so excited about coming to Everett. Incredible community, uh, the business community, the government. Uh, Boeing, Kaiser Permanente, they've all really just jumped in uh, to be extraordinary and welcome us 
uh, welcoming us to downtown Everett. And the importance of having somebody like Boeing on board. I mean, for a group like yours, especially first-time event, how, how huge is that for you? you know, it really allowed us to be confident in saying, let's go ahead with this. Because, you know, we got some real good support from the Hotel Association, again, from the city. But we needed the business community. So to have, you know, Boeing, I mean, you know, Boeing <laughs> jumped on board, that was phenomenal. You know, really Kaiser Permanente, too, uh, for the whole healthcare aspect of it coming out of the pandemic and just having their guidance and their expertise uh, with us. Those are just two huge uh, participants. So for those, I and mean, I'm sure there are plenty of athletes around here who have participated in, in HoopFest over the years. I know that's one of those events where a lot of people have traveled to. Uh, give us a little bit of a rundown as to what this is going to look like. We're closing off streets in downtown Everett to make this happen. and they're gonna, Streets are going to be turned into basketball courts, essentially. Yeah, you know, it's, it's rare that a community will shut down its streets uh, for a whole weekend. You, you might get them for few hours here or there or maybe a parade but uh, you know we get the streets uh, Friday you know and we'll have them through Sunday night so to have that commitment is, is huge so what we'll do is we'll come in we'll set up we'll bring in a bunch of hoops set them up on Kobe and Wetmore primarily and just string them along and um, we'll tape the courts you know tape the courts and um, we'll have referees on the courts. We'll take all the teams that sign up, and we will put them in uh, playing groups of similar ages and abilities and heights. And then we'll play a tournament that you know that Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th of July. And then within that, we'll have a nice center court. We'll have some contests. We have a real fun. Uh, Funko is doing a three-point shot contest with us, and. Um, McLean Insurance is doing a slam dunk for us, and you know Everett Downtown Storage is doing a, a skills challenge. So we have a lot of fun activities. We'll have food trucks. It'll just be a weekend of playing if you're on a team, and then if you're not, you can do the contest or just watch the great play or just enjoy downtown Everett. There you go. So, Tom, make sure you, you might want to do something else in terms of your transportation for Friday, July 8th, as you work in the building here at Colby. So yeah, <laughs> you might, you might be getting part of that blocked off, but on both sides of us here, right yeah, in downtown Everett, it's, it's big time. This is going to be huge. Well, how, what are the age groups? How, I mean, are we talking old, young, you mentioned that you're going to kind of, you know, put everybody into different categories based on their, I would imagine skill set and things like that. So give us a rundown if somebody's out there listening right now, or maybe they're looking for something for their son or daughter to do this summer. Uh, what should they know? You bet. So right now is the time to sign up. You know, we're taking entries through the end of June, but we just say just get online and register now for your team. We have different divisions for uh, kids as young as eight. And, you know, I think, Steve, you and I could play if we wanted to. So, you know, really old guys. No, so. no, you don't want to see Steve play. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, but really, we'll break it down, and you can see online when you go to the website, we'll break it down by pretty tight age groups for the kids. So they'll play against kids, you know, their age. So it'll be real fair and fun for them. And we have, um, you know, real good rules that are in place to to make the event fun. Uh, Like I said, we have paid referees on the courts. So the key is, hey, let's let's get a team together, three or four people, We'll have male, female, co-ed teams. So sign up with whoever you want to play with, and we'll place you in the appropriate division. And then you'll wait uh, for us to do the scheduling, which we'll do, and then we'll post it online, or you can download the app and and so you can follow your teams. And you come and play on Saturday, and then you come back and play on Sunday, and ultimately there'll be a champion on on every court for every. Uh, every age group. So if there's five different eight, nine-year-old brackets, uh, there'll be five different champions. So it's really a bunch of tournaments within a tournament, uh, which is super fun. And, you know, these things are all over the place. We think that it's real special uh, to be in downtown Everett, as you mentioned at the top of the show.
And I'm already a little bit envious because I have played in these tournaments when I was younger. We didn't have an app to tell us which court to go to or uh, who are, was in our bracket. So uh, already using the uh, the latest in technology for 2022, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you know what else we do? We we do real-time scoring. We'll have uh, people walking around to the courts after each game ends, and we'll record the score, and then the uh, the app is updated. You know, so it's amazing how quickly you can see the updates and know when you play next. And on Saturday, we do pool play. I'm getting into so many details now. But we do pool play, so Saturday you'll know your schedule anyways in advance. And then you'll be bracketed uh, in a championship bracket on Sunday to play for the, you know, for the championship of your court. So, you know, we do, we do have a lot of fun updates and kind of have revisited how we do the rules. So they're just and it should be a real fun experience. And like I said, all the other things that go with it makes the event, we think, extra special. And how many games is each team guaranteed? They're guaranteed at least three scheduled oh, games. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And so, most teams will get, you know, most teams will get more. We'll get at least four. Okay, perfect. And it looks like there's a, a T-shirt for participating once you, once you register. Other uh, prizes involved too? You mentioned already there's some contests, but are they getting prizes for winning their, their divisions as well? Yeah, they'll get, they'll get an award. They'll get, we'll probably do like a champion shirt and uh, a second-place shirt for the teams that finish first and second. And then the McLean Insurance Slam Dunk Contest, I mean, the winner gets $1,000. Oh, okay. So, there you go, oh, Steve. Yeah, I'll good. get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and for the top players, the top adult players, uh, we have a women's elite division and a men's elite division, and the winner of that division uh, gets $1,000. So the team would get 1000 You know, the women's team and the men's team would get the same prize, $1,000. So there are some, some uh, upper-end, you know, contests and, and teams that will – play for the cash but mostly we play because we love to play sure and for the pride of winning really i guess i should have asked this earlier too but i'm curious do we know how many courts or approximately how many courts yeah we'll have uh, we have a site that we can grow into uh, over time so we think we'll have about 40 courts this year and then uh, again the city's been great we've mapped out a site that will allow us to put more courts in because we're thinking long-term, you know, this isn't a one-year tournament. We really want to build this with the businesses, the, you know, in the community uh, so that it is an annual event. And I'm noticing on here, I'm looking at your, uh, your website right now. Again, it's everett3on3.net. Uh, you do have a tab for volunteers. So I would assume you're still looking for some folks too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of fun opportunities for volunteers. And, uh, yeah, we'll give them a volunteer shirt. You know, they'll become part of the team. You know, we have a real close-knit group uh, that coordinates everything, you know, from that, that adventurous my company hires. And then the volunteers just fit right in with them. And, you know, it's another experience. Uh, it's a great experience to be a volunteer and just to see the excitement. And obviously, too, we want people to come down and, and watch of uh, the event as well. I mean, downtown is such a fun place. I've really grown to enjoy it, and you know, we're excited to be there. And then, is there also a wheelchair division? Yep, wheelchair as well as Special Olympics. Great, well, and you're covering it all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like you mentioned, I mean, it's not just for the participants. So if people want to come down, you encourage them come on over, check out the uh, the food trucks, watch some basketball. I mean. I would imagine, is there going to be anything like live music or music playing the entire time, things along those lines? It's, I'm, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm picturing a, a big festive atmosphere. Yeah, you bet. We have a sound system that will cover the entire event site, so we'll be able to make event-wide announcements. We'll be able to play music throughout the site uh, from one central location that, that we'll set up. So how big are the courts? The courts are, so they're half court. They're 31 feet deep by about 50 feet wide. It might be a little more narrow than that, but the three-point arc is 19 feet. So they're about 45 to 50 feet wide, 31 deep. Excellent. So, again, July 9th and 10th, right here, downtown Everett. We're closing off Wetmore. We're closing off Colby. 40-ish courts that are going to be set up here, different age groups, different 
skill set levels, contests. There's going to be music, food trucks, and usually right around that time too, July 9th and 10th, it's pretty darn nice here downtown. Uh, cannot say it enough. Uh, folks need to get out here and check it out. And again, the website, everett3on3.net. Uh, Rick, did we cover it all? Yeah, come and sign <laughs> up and play. That's the key. We want players, and everything builds off of that, and then we create this long-term fun event. Uh, that everyone has a great time, and so come out and play. Yeah, let's build this thing up. I know, like I said, I've, I've heard people talk in the past about how they've complained that they don't have something cl- closer to Snohomish County or in western Washington here like they do in other regions. We've got something here, and they're just starting to get going here. So, uh, Rick, thank you very much for your time, and we'll continue to put this out and uh, share the word, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll have one huge, fantastic event and just keep growing on it from here. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Tom. You bet. There we go. Ever three on three. Okay, you, me, the Run Doctor movie. The- <laughs> yeah, right. Or the movie guy. There I we feel go. Like, I feel like I'm the I'm 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 the lead player on that group there, and I'm <laughs> yeah. not anybody that you'd want on your team in this day and age. But well, we get Stitch from KXS. Yeah, he's he's got a. I feel like nowadays I used to be a point guard. Now I'm more of like a short, short, stocky power forward. But just put me in one place and let me just kind of use my girth. <laughs> <laughs> throw your weight around, right? That's all I can do. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, Dale Wagner Law Office, GSR Rental in Monroe, Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, Everett, and Stanwood, Glass by Lund, the Snohomish County PUD, Erickson Furniture, the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, Hat Trick Northwest, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Hometown Handyman. And who did we have on the show tonight, Steve? Let's see. On the show tonight, we had the Cascade softball team, the Cascade Bruins, the District 1 champions. Uh, head coach Mike Perrine, uh, four of his players, Abby Serwick, uh, Ashley Block, Alexa Hamshaw, and Jaden Wilson. We then talked to Marysville Getchell's head softball coach, uh, Mike Moran. And then we just heard from Rick Steltonpool, who's putting on the Everett 3-on-3 tournament coming up July 10th, 9th, and 10th. And we only covered two softball teams. There's a lot of softball teams. We did. We should have mentioned a lot of that. And we actually tried to put a call out for a few others. I know a lot of those teams are busy right now, but Jackson's going to be in Spokane playing in the 4A tournament. Uh, I know Lakewood's going to be playing in the 2A tournament. Cedarcrest also, for that matter. Uh, who are we missing? Snohomish. Snohomish. Patty Land. Landy's got that team back in the tournament again. Arlington is in the tournament again. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm doing this on the fly here, so I think we just got just about I think everybody. That's everybody. Plus, golf is going on and track. Track and, and field and still has their uh, their big championship coming up. So uh, a lot, lot of good stuff going on. And we'll run it all down next Monday night. It's Memorial Day, but we'll be here. We will. And Steve's heading out on the road over to Spokane. You're going to watch some softball over I'm there. I'm going to try to. Uh, yeah, Spokane. Uh, Jackson girls are playing, I think, at 10 a.m. on Friday. They're about 20 miles away from where I'm staying. So uh, I don't have a baseball game till that night, so we'll see. That's Steve Willits. I'm Tom Lafferty. Good night from Everett. KRKO Everett. K237GN AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. K-R-K-O.
Chicago, 25 or 6 to 4. K-R-K-O!